thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. We welcome those of you joining us by television and those of you joining us at airjesus.com. We are certainly delighted to have you tuned in today to today's message, and I want you to stay tuned. We're continuing on something we started a couple of weeks ago about encouragement, about encouragement as we talked about the gift of encouragement, as we found out that encouragement is a spiritual gift and it is a powerful gift, something that God wants to use mightily in our lives, something that we've sort of neglected and haven't known uh, the full power and effect of godly encouragement. So we're going to just continue along with that. And if you open your Bibles up to the book of Psalms, chapter 3, Psalms, chapter 3, Psalms, chapter 3, and when you get there, say amen. Psalms, chapter 3, and let's read just one verse I want to read there. Psalms, chapter 3, and verse 3. Psalms 3, verse 3. Let's read it together in unison. Ready? Read. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of mine head. Read that once again. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of mine head. And I just want to use as a subject, lifter of my head. Lifter of my head. Here, uh, the psalmist David, he um, refers to God as the lifter of his head. The lifter of his head. And that's literally translated as one who lifts up. And so here David reveals the character of God, the characteristic of God as an encourager. Here we're seeing God as an encourager. Because in other words, David is saying, where my head is down, when my head is bowed in shame, where my head is bowed in defeat, when I feel like I can't go on any longer, when I feel like I'm a nobody, when, I'm, when I feel worthless, when I feel useless, when I feel my living is in vain, when I feel woe is me, when I feel like what am I doing here, my life doesn't matter, my life doesn't count, there's no way out, there's nothing I can do, God's the lifter of my head. God's the lifter. God's the lifter. God's the lifter. So it's something in the nature of God. That encourages us in those times where our head is down and bowed. And so, um, this is the first time in Scripture where God's revealed as the one who encourages. He's, he's revealed as the lifter of our head. And I had never heard that. I had heard about God being El Shaddai, the one who provides. I had heard about him being the one who delivers. I had heard about him being the one who heals. I had heard him being the one who saves. I had heard him being our victory, but I'd never heard him being our encourager. And here it is, right here in Psalms 3.3. He's the one who lifts our head. 
He's a lifter of our head. And so David reveals a unique characteristic and attribute of God as the lifter of our head. The one who lifts up. One who encourages. One who encourages. First um, Thessalonians chapter 5. Turn over there. First Thessalonians chapter 5 in the New Testament. First uh, Thessalonians Toward the end of the New Testament, right behind uh, Colossians, Philippians, Ephesians, Colossians, then you run into First Thessalonians, First and Second Thessalonians. But we want to look at First Thessalonians, First Thessalonians chapter five and verse eleven. First Thessalonians chapter five and verse eleven. When you get there, say Amen. And we can read together in unison First Thessalonians chapter five, verse eleven. Ready? Read, wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. Let me read that in the Amplified Bible. It says something uh, concerning our encouragement. It says, therefore, encourage, admonish, exhort one another and edify Strengthen and build up one another. Encourage, admonish, exhort one another. Edify, strengthen, and build up one another. So here's this attribute of God uh, that now is supposed to be lived out in our lives as people of God. And it is, he's simply saying we should be people that uplift and encourage those around us. We should be uplifting and encouraging those around us. We ought to make every effort in our lives to be a lifter, to be an encourager, to be a, a builder, building up, edifying, and encouraging. We ought to make people feel good about themselves. That's, that's really what encouragement is. It makes a person feel good about themselves. And that's what we should be doing each and every day. We ought to make people feel good about themselves. You all don't realize this, but the world is full of people who don't feel good about themselves. They don't feel good about themselves at all. And they're just beat down and they're downcast and they're, they're, they're downtrodden, cast down. And so God uh, has gifted his people with this gift of encouragement. As he lifts our head, now he expects us to be people who build up one another, who edify one another, who strengthen one another, who admonishes one another, who exhorts one another, who, who we, ought to, we ought to make one another feel better about ourselves. And so we ought to give people a lift. We should lift people. You shouldn't weigh people down. We shouldn't beat out beating people down, criticizing them down, condemning them down, and beating them up. No, they get enough of that. They get enough of that from life. God is saying, I want you to encourage. I need you out there healing and uplifting and encouraging people. We ought to be out making people feel good about themselves. I was in the gym one day and I was, I was running on the treadmill and 
Um, this, this lady who, who knows me, she walked by and she looked at me. She said, man, you're looking good. <laughs> she said, how much have you lost? I said, ma'am, I really don't know. I, I don't keep up. I, I just work out regularly. She said, you have lost a lot. She said, you are looking so good. And you know, when I got home, I looked in the mirror. <laughs> I mean, that thing stuck with me. I, she made me feel good. And when I got home, I was just smiling and I was just looking in the mirror and just, you know, just kind of stepping back. I said, maybe, maybe I have lost something. I, you know. <laughs> she made me feel good. She encouraged me in my workout. She encouraged me in my discipline. She was letting me know, hey, it's paying off. And she just paid me a simple compliment. But it lifted my spirit. She, she brightened my day. She cheered me up. And this is what we as a people of God, we ought to be doing. Cheering somebody up, brightening their day, putting something in their lives, adding to them, encouraging them. Because people, I'm telling you, People are beat down out there. It's hard out there. And people are just so hard. The other day I was on the, on the highway and I was, um, I was driving and this 18-wheeler was just about to cut over in my lane right on top of me, it seems like. And so I just blew my horn. And when I blew my horn, it just made him mad. And the, the truck driver just literally, he just literally cursed me out. And I could hear the curse words because my windows were down. And he was cursing loud. I mean, he was cursing loud for, for us to be in highway traffic, for me to hear each word clearly. I clearly heard each curse word. <laughs> and you know, I, I, um, you know, <laughs> it didn't bother me at all. In fact, I prayed for him. I said, God, Lord, I said, God, evidently he doesn't know you. And I said, evidently he doesn't know me either. <laughs> But I said, God, I said, God, he doesn't know you. I said, God, he doesn't know you. And I said, God, I just pray for him. I said, he's missing out on the goodness of God in his life. I said, God, somehow uh, introduce yourself to him. Let him know you, God. Come into his life. Do something special for him. Let him know that you're wonderful and you're good. And I just, I mean, I just really burst into praise and thanksgiving and prayer for this gentleman who had just cursed me out. And that's what Jesus said, bless them that curse you, do good to them that despise you, pray for them that hate you and work in evil against you. And I was, I was just in, in a higher, higher consciousness of spirit where his cursing didn't affect me at all. And, and it, it, it simply revealed his heart to me and I knew he needed help. I knew he didn't know God and I wanted him to meet my heavenly father. So we should be we should be encouraging and lifting people up. A young lady grabbed me yesterday and she said, I want you to know, she said, I'm just getting to the she said, I can now see the light at the end of my tunnel. She said, I'm finally getting breakthrough. And she said, I want you to know, I want to thank you for encouraging me when I was in the, 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 the depths of the pit when it was so dark. She said, you encouraged me and I want to thank you. And it touched my heart to know that I, I, I made a difference in somebody's life. I encouraged them when they didn't know 
how they were going to make it or if they were going to make it. And at that moment, I was there to be a blessing, to be a light, just to touch their lives, to encourage, to admonish them, to exhort them, to strengthen them, to build them up, to cheer them up, to let them know that this trouble won't last always. Trouble won't last always. Mark Twain said that the best way to cheer yourself up is to cheer everybody else up. You want to cheer yourself up? Go out and start cheering up other people. And it'll cheer you up. Uh, Norman Vincent Peale said, when you encourage others, you fill your own heart with courage. When you encourage others... You fill your own heart with courage. Isn't this interesting the way God works this out? When you're out giving, when you're out giving, the very thing that you're out giving, God increases in your own life. God, when you're out encouraging others... Your own heart is strengthened with courage. When you're out telling somebody, baby, you're going to make it. Baby, there's something in you. Don't give up now. They're brighter. See, as you're telling them that, your own heart is hearing you. And so your own heart is increasing and encouraged and strengthened. And your own, you, you're strengthened as you're helping somebody else. I was encouraging a young man who was, who was going through a difficult time, and I, I spent about 30 minutes encouraging him. And as I was encouraging him, I felt the, the presence of God literally fill up my own being. And when I looked back on it, I said, well, the presence of God entered me, filled me up while I was encouraging somebody else. And it was, you know, it was a heavy weight of God's presence just rested on me as I was giving out to somebody else. And so I know it's true what Norman Vincent Peale said. When you encourage others, you fill your own heart with courage. Something comes over you. Something comes over you. So if you ever get depressed, if you ever find yourself getting depressed, get out. And cheer somebody else up. Get out and start encouraging and helping somebody else. You can't help somebody without it helping you. That's something about it. God built it in the system. You just can't help somebody without it helping you. I read an interesting story about a man. His son was crippled. And his son had great dreams of, of participating in triathlons, swimming and biking and running and so forth. But he was crippled. And his father wanted to fulfill his son's dream. And so the father started entering himself into triathletes, triathlons. And he trained himself as a triathlete. And he didn't want to just do it for his son. He wanted his son, who was crippled, to be right in the thick of the action, to be out there himself. So what he did was he put his son on his back and he ran 
And when he was training as a runner, he ran with his son on his back. When he trained as a swimmer, he swam with his son on his back. When he rode his bike, he had his son on the back. So in every event, in all of his training, he did it with his son on his back. He said, I don't want to just, I don't want to just fulfill his dream. I want him to experience it himself, fulfilling his own dream. His own dream. And they did it. They did it for years. They did it for years. This father literally gave up his life for his son because he said, I'm going to do it for my son. And this father just got himself in tip-top condition with his son on his back and competed in triathlon after triathlon. And years later, years later, when the father was probably about 60 years old, he, he went to the doctor and the doctor found a deformity in his heart. And the the doctor told him that you would have died about 20 years ago. He said, the only thing that kept you from dying 20 years ago is because you were in such great shape. Because you got in shape to save your son, you literally were saving your own life. You were literally saving... And the doctor told him, you should have died 20 years ago. But the last 20 years, you gave up your life for your son. And the son's life that you saved turned around and saved your life. You can't help somebody. You can't help someone without helping yourself. God built, God made the system like that. You just can't do it. You're going to always help yourself anytime you endeavor to help someone else. And so this gift of encouragement, where God is the lifter of our head, he has given us this unique ability and this unique gift to speak life into people's dreams, to speak life into people's self-image. Just by a word of encouragement, we can shape, literally shape someone's Life. We can change their destiny just by our encouraging them. Napoleon, the great military leader, one day his horse that he was on had gotten out of control. And there was a little buck private who was nearby who saw the situation and immediately took action and was able to bring Napoleon's horse under control. And Napoleon looked at the young man, knowing that he was just a buck private, and he addressed him and he said, Thank you, Chapter. And I want you to know from that day, that young man became a captain. He became a captain simply from those words. When he was a buck private, Napoleon looked him in the eyes and said, Thank you, Chapter. He spoke into his self image. He spoke into his uh, destiny. And just with a word of encouragement, that young buck private became a captain. It's, It's something about it. We have the ability through our words to affect a person's dreams, to affect their destiny, to affect their very own self image just by sharing a word of encouragement. Listen to this. We tend to become 
What the most important person in our life thinks we will become. We tend to become what the most important person in our life thinks we will become. See, that's, uh, it, it shows us the power we have to encourage those who are around us. Think about that, how a, a wife can encourage her husband or a husband can encourage his wife. How parents can encourage their children. Notice, we normally become what the closest person to us thinks we will become. That's nothing but encouragement. I remember growing up as a little boy, my mother said to me, she said, boy, you're going to be a preacher. I said, I was, you know, I was a, I was a teenager. I said, mom, I don't want to be a preacher. She said, boy, you are going to be a preacher. I said, mom, I don't want to be a preacher. I said, why do you keep saying I'm going to be a preacher? She said, I can tell by the shape of your head. <laughs> now, I want you to know, just what happened, my title is, Lifter of My Head. <laughs> she lifted my head. She was the lifter of my head. She encouraged me. She encouraged me. And when I was, when I was 15 years old, 16 years old, I started teaching Sunday school. By the time I was 18, I was ordained in the Christian ministry. When I was 19, I was teaching over a hundred men every week. By the time I was 21, I was already on television. Who encouraged? Who shaped my destiny? person who was the closest to me in my life. I became what she thought I would become. And that's what this quote says. We normally become what the person closest to us in life thinks we will become. What are you saying to your children? What are you saying to your mate? We have a power. There's a, a, such a power that we have in encouragement. The Apostle Paul told Timothy, and I want you to listen to what he told Timothy. He said, he said, Timothy, there's something in you. He said, I've discerned that there are some discernible qualities of leadership in you. There's something in you, Timothy. There's a deposit in you. There's an endowment in you. He said, your grandmother had it. Your mother had it. He said, Timothy, I'm discerning it's in you. You have a, you have a genuine faith. You have a calling. We've laid hands on you. We've been part of a gift. There's a gift in you. I'm discerning a gift. Timothy, begin to stir it up. Stir up this gift. It's in you. Timothy, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. Don't be afraid. Don't be timid. Don't be ashamed of how young you are. Use what God is. Notice how he was encouraging him. He was stirring up something in him. Timothy became what the Apostle Paul thought he would become. He became what he thought he would become. David and his own son Solomon. David, um, he just kept repeating when Solomon was growing up. 
He just kept talking to Solomon about wisdom. Get wisdom, Solomon. Get understanding. Solomon, get wisdom. One day you're going to be a king. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Solomon, one day you're going to be a mighty king. You're going to be better than your dad was. You're going to be greater than your father. Solomon, I perceive something. There's something special in you. Make sure you get wisdom. Get understanding. And when God asked Solomon, what is it that you want? Solomon said, give me wisdom. Where do you think he got that idea from? He became what the person closest to him thought he would become. Folks, the power of encouragement is so powerful. And God wants to release us out in the world to begin to encourage the downtrodden. Encourage those who are down, those who are forgotten, those who are bruised and abused, those who've given up. Those who've lost sight of their dream, encourage one another, edify one another, admonish one another, exhort one another, strengthen one another, build up one another. Encourage, encourage, encourage. God's the lifter. God is the lifter of our head. William Ward said this. He said, flatter me and I may not believe you. Criticize me and I may not like you. Ignore me and I may not forget, forgive you. But he says, encourage me and I will not forget you. Encourage me and I will not forget you. We are out of time. Those of you who are watching my television, I want you to go to airjesus.com and you can listen to this message in its entirety. Lifter of my head, message number 7317. You can also email it to a friend absolutely free of charge. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. This ends message number 7317 by C. Elijah Bronner. To hear other messages or to send this message number 7317 to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This has been message number 7317. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.